It's been a while. How have you been? I've been thinking about how we used to be friends, close like when paper touches the tip of the pen, but I know I was wrong, so let me explain. Immaturity causes you to do some crazy things, especially when you've never learned how to process emotions. Just hear me out. I get it. I I caused a lot of commotion, and you probably can't believe, you probably can't believe that this is one of those days you can say to yourself the apology actually came. With no excuses this time, no blaming it on others or for a lack of better words, generational curses. I will not insert a disclaimer, just an honest, I'm sorry, I apologize for hurting you. I was wrong and I acknowledge your pain from words spoken not governed accordingly or actions like ghosting. Block game strong, voicemail full, text stop going through. Laughter began to fade, hearts began to break, words were left unsaid, attitudes appeared, bitterness attempted to creep in, and it's possible it did. I remember it so vividly, I tried. I did all I could, yet my words still failed. I cried because goodbyes are never easy and memories don't often erase, for I knew something was wrong and I had a dream and in this dream you and I said goodbye was a reality. How once close individuals could become so distant. How proximity does not make us closer when emotions are turned off. Visions of a future together is crossed out. White out tends to remind us how some things aren't permanent. How the individual of our dreams is a stranger now. And everything we once knew has changed in perspective that maybe. Two broken vessels needed something a little bit stronger than each other, a glue, not waterproof, and maybe, just maybe, that was the plan all along. To get our attention, have our paths crossed just to be the vehicles, not the fine print, the footnote for more details to come on how we became the person we are today. Healed and whole with a notebook of stones, moments that would change, alter what we believed would be our destiny, and we fought back but a different type of love fought for us one who promises to give us beauty for ashes for refinement does burn us but these ashes shall be beautiful in these scars make a great talking point scars are proof that the body does heal and wounds don't always remain in these dreams are God's way of providing closure in these dreams. Are God's way of providing closure in this dream. Is God's way of providing closure. Light does shine through in the darkest of places. Sign the rose that did grow is still growing. You are listening to Naked and Exposed, the podcast, season three, where we discover the power behind our voice, own our stories, and make it look good. I'm your host, Jenna. Can I be real for a moment? I didn't want to show up today. I didn't want to record this podcast episode. To be honest, I kind of just wanted to wallow in my own despair. (laughs) And I can laugh at it, I can laugh through it, because it's 
an opportunity for God to be glorified through the verse that says his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And I choose in this moment to allow God to be glorified through my weakness. And I know that as I continue to speak, because it's my voice that God has given me to cultivate and to steward. It's my voice that God has given me the authority. And it's so interesting because we know that life and death lies in the power of the tongue. And as we are given authority to speak, we have to guard our tongues so that they do not speak against the will of God, so that they do not tear other people down. So if you are a part of the showcase, you know that my lovely friend Jaquan did the opening of this poem, the apology that never came. And you'll hear him in throughout the season. And I need to make sure, yeah, you'll hear from him next month around the showing up in friendship. So go ahead and mark your calendars for that one, if you want to just hear his perspective, a male perspective, and how we have navigated our friendships and how we have shown up vulnerable and transparent in our friendships. But let's focus here on the apology <laughs> that never came. And it was during my wilderness season where the Lord had me to basically write a 13-page apology letter to someone I was once in a relationship with just offering repentance for the junk that I brought into the relationship to repent on behalf of just the things that I've done and then also pray and bless the person that they were supposed to be with. And it, I can say over the last three years of just growing in and out of relationships with people from a platonic standpoint, it's this reality that Closure is a way to keep us bound. If we're waiting for somebody to acknowledge us or apologize to us, that is, in my opinion, is not the heart of the Lord. The goal is not to get stuck in what people do or don't do. The goal is to hear the voice of the Lord in the situation and move past it, to move on, to allow God to give us joy for our mourning, okay? Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. <laughs> no pun intended. And it's this reality that God is a master storyteller. God knows who he will use to help us get from point A to point B. And it's so interesting because it's like, you have a picture of what things are supposed to look like. And God's just like, this is not what I intended for you. I have so much more in regards to what aligns with your story that I wrote. I think sometimes we allow pride to get in the way where we start to talk about, oh, I'm the best that they will ever have. I hope not. <laughs> I hope that they aren't the best that you aren't the best that they ever had because it'll still be low. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, but the goal is to evolve. The goal is to transform. The goal is to become better each and every day. And God reconciles our wrongs. He redeems our wrongs and our immaturity. And he gives us truth 
for it. He gives us truth for that perspective. And I want to be vulnerable in a moment. And I guess this would be better to share on the podcast than on YouTube, since YouTube is going to focus more on just entrepreneurship and business and self-discovery through um, a believer's perspective. But God gave me a title and it was basically, I thought God said this person was my husband. And I feel like it's appropriate here because this poem really talks about how once close individuals could become so distant, how proximity doesn't make us closer. It's this reality that you guys, that we get it wrong. Those of us who are learning to hear the voice of the Lord, if we have a strong will, desire, and emotion, we can even prophesy to ourselves from that place. And it's not in alignment with the Lord. And so when I moved to Charlotte, my relationship ended, but my relationship actually ended a month before that. I had received deliverance from the spirit of fear and confusion. And I remember in that moment, God basically saying, if you trust me, you need to let it go. And I'm like, this isn't God, but it was, it was this reality that God needed us to help each other get to where we were in him in that moment so that the Lord could take over in our lives. And it was the faith, the gift of faith that I have that helped me prevail through that season. And it was radical faith of, okay, God, this is who you call me to be with. So let me get my act together and be, come the wife that you say I will be. Well, the truth is you guys, before this relationship, I never desired to be a wife because of what I had seen growing up, not really seeing healthy relationships not really seeing healthy communication. And so it was this moment of connecting in a journal. I remember saying, God, if this is who I'm supposed to be with, then you you let it be. And things started to progress quickly. But the truth is we can become who God has called us to be regardless if some people are in our lives or not. And I say this from the perspective that this was always God's desire. And when you take a step back and you surrender to the call, he will bring people or allow people to be the test or allow people to be the agent that is used to get us to be more like him. The whole point is to mature in character. The whole point is to mature in perspective, to mature and become more whole in him. And God just began to reveal to me just through my journal how we were both curse breakers for our bloodline and how these things happen and how I was wrong in the sense of believing that this was who I was supposed to be with. I was supposed to look at it from the perspective of what God was doing to get me to become the person that I am today. And if the relationship, like the relationship happened at a divine time, the breakup happened at a divine time. And it's this reality, you guys, that nobody owes us an apology or an acknowledgement. And I want to sever that false 
idea that people have to apologize or acknowledge how they have hurt us. And if you wait for an apology, like I said earlier, you will remain stuck. And for me, I had the gift of faith. And sometimes you can attach your gift of, of faith to the wrong thing. But because God is God, this the scripture verse that says, trust God with all your heart, lean not into your own understanding, acknowledge him in all your ways. And he will set your path straight. Well, it's this reality that if we make decisions from a pure place, from trusting God, from leaning on God, from not leaning on our own understanding that the decisions we make, the gifts that are being cultivated and matured and developed will lead us to the back straight on the path that God had intended us to to get to. And we become mature by taking the leap of, of faith to believe things, but we have to be sensitive and submitted and in prayer so that if it's wrong, it's wrong and we can get back on track. And so because I have the gift of faith, I attached it to what I wanted, negating what God had said. But it happened quickly in the sense of like God quickly started to show me what more he has in store and really just shift my perspective of self, shift who he has called me to be that I am a child of God and that there is a specific calling on my life. And it's been a journey just even meeting guys and coming back home and allowing God to break the shame and the fear off of me, even with how I had perverted the friendships that I had with guys. And I told you how I never desired love, but I wanted to feel protected because the protection piece was breached in my being and my identity. Because when your father is not present or there enters in some level of rejection and enters in some area of abandonment and a father gives protection, a father gives purpose and a father gives provision. So I perverted protection. And so coming to a place where God is like, before you can be a wife, I need to show you how to have genuine male friendships and it be nothing more, nothing less but purely you wanting to become a better woman because their perspectives are challenge who you are and you become refined through certain relationships. Like there are certain things that you can't access unless you are in relationship with certain people that God uses to bring these corrective experiences. And so I love God. I love God and his intentionality. I thank God that closure looks like dreams. Closure looks like writing apology letters to people. Closure looks like just being, showing up despite what your thoughts are telling you that are lies, like thoughts in your head. You guys stay on track. <laughs> despite what the lies are, are being said in, in your head, God has a plan and it's not the end of a chapter when you get it wrong. It's not an end of a chapter when the person does you wrong. It's not an end of a chapter when your brokenness has you to be victim. It's not the end of a chapter when your brokenness has you to be the one that offended because in a lot of the relationships that have had the opportunity to walk through and cultivate, there are ideologies that have to be broken around being the one who offended. But then how do I show up for somebody in my authenticity, knowing that there's an area that they too are walking through 
and I, I was sharing this with some friends the other day. It's like, if you take the word blunt and you take the word bold, they're the same thing just from different perspectives. To some people, based off of where they are, their perspective, you're blunt. To other people, based off of where you are, their perspective, you're bold. And it's not that you condemn the person, people who think you're blunt. It's how can I better understand how I show up to them and how can I show up in a way that God will be glorified so that they can reach their optimal healing, but also understanding that we won't please everybody. And it's not for us to make people like us. It's not for us to make people love us. It's not for us to make people choose us, but it's God's intention for us to, again, become the purest reflection of him on this earth. And I thank God for the gift of faith. I thank God for getting it wrong. I thank God for believing that this individual was my husband because it was in it and through it that I learned the more of God. It's in it and through it that I can sit here today and talk about it even when there's a level of resistance that makes me not want to show up, even when I thought how it would look has totally been washed away. That is the intentionality of the Lord because he knew all of these steps would fall in place so that I could come before you today and testify through this poem that even when I wrote the poem and when I performed it, God knew that there would be a level of sanctification within myself that had to happen before I could deliver it. And it's this reality, you guys, that I challenge you because one thing that you know you're really healed is by your willingness to bless and pray and cover the people who are no longer in your life. It's when you want the absolute best for them. And to go back to this point of, I don't believe that there is this one person for you. I believe that the one person for you is the one that you choose and you choose based off of being healed and whole and allowing God to show you the characteristics and the calling based off of the identity and your purpose for you to be equally yoked with the next individual who chooses you back. And I remember I was approached by someone who asked me if I was in a relationship and what it would look like to pursue me. And it was in this moment where I I just began to ask, like, what has God shared with you about me? Like, and I remember Mama Chandra, who you guys heard of in the earlier episodes of this season and last season, on my birthday two years ago, she was just sharing a story about somebody in her life, like a guy who was like, oh my gosh, like, your wife, like your wife, and she checked it. And it's like, am I the woman that God has been talking to you about? And I showed up or did I just show up and you realize like, oh, she would be a wife, but I'm not your wife. And I kind of filter through that perspective. And I asked this individual, you know, what has God said about me? Like, where do you see yourself in the next five years? And it's this reality, you guys, that we as women become a good thing to he who finds us, but it's this reality that we are already a good thing before we're found. And though we are a good thing, we're not every good thing for the man that sees us in a moment. And the whole point in walking out identity and purpose and coming to know the fullness of who God has called us to be is that we don't compromise or we don't flock at the first person that shows us 
interest. It's knowing like, hey, I'm a good thing and you're looking for a good thing, but I'm not the good thing that you're looking for. And there's no hard feelings. I won't disrespect you. I won't talk bad about you. I'll bless you. I'll pray for you. I'll cover you now that I know that you are in a place of finding, but I'm not her because your calling does not align with the promises that God has told me over the last three years. And ladies, do not compromise. When you go through healing, God is not going to send you an an emotionally unavailable man. He's not going to send you a man that is not hardworking, that doesn't align with the promises that he has spoken. And so for me, I know when I'm found, there are specific things that God has spoken. And I'm talking about character, you guys. I'm not talking about looks or heights. And if I'm being very honest, I did come out of the the vow of never dating outside my race. Like I'm open to whatever the Lord has for me in the aspect of allowing me to be at the right place at the right time and meet and see him when the time is right. But it's this reality that it takes heartbreak. It takes pain. It takes reconciling with God. It takes sometimes God bringing a dream or dreams or people to help us stay the course and to not waver and to not give up and to not shrink back and to not quit and to not allow our emotions to take us over. And so, Lord, so I was about to say, I was about to stop praying, but I just pray that the Lord give you peace, that his mercy and goodness that is to endure, that follows us all the days of our, our lives, finds you in this moment and meets you right here in your pain and whether you desired somebody to be your husband or you thought that somebody was supposed to be your friend or that you were supposed to grow a friendship with certain people, regardless of how it looks, whether your parents don't get you or it's hard to have conversations or be loved by them, that God is a master storyteller, that the scripture verse Mark 10, 29, where it says to leave behind your mother, your brother, your father, your sister, your land, and he will give it back to you a hundred times fold. Your mother, your brother, your father, your sister, your land with persecution, knowing that it comes with this cost of being refined, of being persecuted, of being challenged, but he gives it back to us. So you may not have had certain components that you need it from your mother, but God will surround you with women who can give you those components. Like God uses people to meet us in the areas in which we need to have healing administered to like God uses people. And it's like, don't miss this moment. You guys don't allow your pride, your doubt, your shame to overtake you. Shame has no authority. Doubt has no authority. Fear has no authority. Indecision has no authority. Shame, if I don't know if I said that already, it has no authority. We get it wrong. We overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I made a decision with God to show up that through it all, I won't let go. No matter how hard it feels or how hard it is, I will continue to show up because the show must go on and what a beautiful way to conclude this year what a beautiful way to conclude this year is to know that on the same day my life shifts 
or okay, in the same year that God said that this is the shifting year for you, the same year that God has me sell my camera to end an era, the same time I find out that the idea that put me on this journey of seeking God has completely closed. The same day that my friend texts me and says, God has not forgotten about you. And then within five seconds, I see the manifestation of what God had been preparing me for manifest the dreams I've been having tangibly come to life where the individual of my dreams is now getting married. It's in the individual of my dreams of, of my brokenness of where I was when I didn't even know who I was that God used to catapult me and push me closer to coming into relationship with him as a father, that God and his intentionality would divinely orchestrate this moment where I can say that scars great make a great talking point and wounds don't often remain. And we fight against what we think it should look like. We fight against our emotions, but God fought back. And it's in the dreams, it's in the journaling, it's in community that the healing is administered. And it's realizing that it's in the darkest of places. It's in my darkest hours where I didn't want to get out of bed or where I couldn't see life without certain people or where I didn't know what God wanted me to do. I didn't know who I was. Shame and fear were blankets in a moment attempting to suffocate me that the the power of the Holy Spirit broke through. And I, I, I encourage you to declare and decree that you shall live and not die, that you shall taste and see the goodness of the Lord, that you will see his redemptive power manifest, that you will see him use your life as a testimony for his goodness, that you will be able to bring forth a generation that God has not forgotten about you, that there is a place that you will see on earth, that you will be able to see God's kingdom manifest on earth. And all you need is a surrendered heart, a willingness to process through the junk, a Bible, a healthy community, and the willingness to authentically be so God can give the being truth of from the word of what he is and who he is and just know that it's in the darkest of places the rose still grew. I'm still growing. It was in darkness that I grew the most to even get to a place where I knew that light is so much better, that it's the light that broke through in the darkness to get me to this place. It's this reality that the attitude and bitterness needed to be broken. And I don't believe that when you are fully surrendered and sold out to God, that you miss a moment when you're in him and making decisions in him. And so I look forward to you guys seeing the full manifestation of this promise of me becoming a wife and me becoming a mother. And as I submit to the calling of being one that lives her life out loud, that you're able to see through this talking point of a scar that is such a great topic that it's not a straight and narrow path, 
that it comes with trials and tribulations, that we count it all joy through suffering, that it's in struggle produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope, that I know that my husband will be able to listen to this episode and see that this was the moment everything changes, that he could find me now because I finally have come to the end of an era. So I bless you guys. I thank you for being a part of this journey. I thank you for tuning into my vulnerability. And sometimes we get it wrong. Our emotions lie to us. But the one thing that never gets it wrong is God. He's always consistent. So your reflection point for today is, will you allow God to be God? Will you write the apology letter? Will you provide somebody closure that you did not give in your moment of brokenness? Will you allow yourself to process through the friendships that didn't last, the relationships that didn't work, and see, make a list of the pros and cons of it and where you still need to grow? I love you guys. I thank you guys for listening to today's episode and I'm hoping that you have a journal, that you've taken some notes, that you reflect and process through some of the things that we discussed today on how you can show up with God. I would love to stay connected with you. You can follow me at underscore Janae Carly on Instagram or just visit my website, JanaeCarly.com. Holla. Holla.